Hey, welcome to another edition of Late Night with Larry. I'm here again with my co-host Vince. Vince, give him a shout out. Hey everybody, welcome back. What's up? All right, people, as usual, I'm going to ask you to hit that subscribe button. And if you want to get in touch with us, you can do it at latenightwithlarry55 at gmail.com. Like I said in previous editions, we thank you that have reached out to us. Your emails mean a lot to us. Keep them coming. Right. And with every subscription, you get a free picture of me that you could put up at Halloween. That's right. (laughs) He'll have to send that to you. Okay, so what are we talking about today? Well, we're think- today we want to talk about our general area of New Mexico. And we want to talk about New Mexico legend. Because our state and our culture, it's filled with New Mexico legend. Now, we, if you've listened to every one of our podcasts, we probably talked about the Yorona in one of our previous podcasts. Yep. That's one of the big New Mexico legends. But the one that's most intriguing to a lot of people that hear about our state and the culture that we're surrounded in is the Native Americans and their skinwalkers. Skinwalkers, that's right. But not to get off subject already, but here in New Mexico, we're very rich with uh, stuff like that. We have the aliens. We have a lot of paranormal stuff. Right. We have the skinwalkers. We have the Sasquatch. It's just... And then even going back, we have the... What are the people in Chaco Canyon, the Anasazi? The Anasazis, yes. Yeah, it's just our our state is really rich with folklore and stories and legends. Well, let's start it off with that, with the <clears throat> Anasazis and some of the cultures here, especially like at Chaco Canyon, all these ruins. And uh, these ruins have been on ancient aliens, and, and they've they've taken a lot of the southwest culture and they've presented it on ancient aliens and they uh they talk about the cultures how they built the 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 submerged kivas right in the ground and how some of the structures are pointed to tell you what solstice we're in winter summer solstice right and at the perfect time the day it starts the sun shines right through that people and they also have uh, carvings of how the solar system's working and the track of how we rotate and the stars and right and 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 these are ancient cultures that didn't have our technology today but they were definitely stargazers they were but here's my thing everyone every one of those cultures says that they were given that technology and this plays into the New Mexico culture because it's here and the stories are here local to us that the gods came down from the sky and these people have representations of them and they look goofy you know you're like this is the star god that came down and a lot of them do look like aliens grays and whatnot right but they're saying that's where they got this technology of what's out there Right. Now, there, there's a lot of mis- mystery surrounding the Anasazi because supposedly they just disappeared. That's, uh, let's take that a step further and go down to the Mayans. The Mayan culture just disappeared, too. Right. But, yeah, there's not only that. There's, there's several cultures, Anasazi, and then what are the ones up in, uh, in Utah? 
I can't remember. But all these native cultures just disappeared? Right. Where did they go? <clears throat> and it, it's strange how these native cultures with uh, knowledge that was beyond their time. Try it. Now, one theory about the Anasazi was they dispersed and they became like the modern day tribes, which is, yeah, it's a good way to explain it. Because another theory is they were picked up and taken and a lot of people don't want to buy into that right well and that's that's kind of one of the theories with the mayans down several hundred miles or thousand miles down south right they just one day all disappeared and and people are like well where did they go right now will we ever know i don't think so we won't but we're going to keep it to new mexico culture and that's one of the big things that uh, it attract tourists because they, they want to come and see, especially in Chaco Canyon, the cliff dwellings and whatnot. Right. You know, they that, wanna... And that's just one of the major ones. But if you drive around New Mexico, I've, I've been, uh, there's a, a settlement south of Gallup. It's called Rama. Right. Now, I've seen, uh, we had across the lake from Rama is a settlement called Timber Lake. You have to go around the lake. We had friends that lived there, and while I was driving there the first time, I seen they had cliff, cliff dwellings. Right. You know, they weren't very high, but it was, you could see, it was just amazing, but it's nothing you'll find on a tourist map or anything. It just, it's there. Right. Like in New Mexico, you could drive around and you see ruins that it's just normal part of everyday life. And and the sad part is some of these ruins have been destroyed by just people that didn't know the or significance of it. They don't care, you know. It's to them it's like, yeah, this is I see this shit every day and blah blah blah. But nonetheless it's there. And and for one reason, why did these people build their dwellings in the cliffs? Right. Now one theory we talked about earlier was uh that this was all underwater and a lot of these cliff dwellings are at the same elevation, whether they be in uh, Chaco, in Rama, wherever. Well, and that makes sense because, <clears throat> excuse me, if we go by how, uh, let's say, hydrologists and scientists and, you know, historians, if we go by how people measure time and water, how water... Uh, disperses over time you know sometimes if it's a river it'll change courses and go a different direction right but if you look at our sandstones around here they have water marks yes all the way down and i've always wondered about that and that's one of the reasons and you may not be a christian believer out there but i am and that's one of the reasons why i look around and i'm like okay yeah this this was flooded at flooded, one time right now we have a, a lake here between uh oh albuquerque and gallup around the through area called blue water right now if you go in through the state park side they have a little uh i guess a tourist station where you could stop and you could read about it and supposedly that was an ancient ocean it was much bigger. Right. Just that's what the what they're basing their facts on is the fossils they found in the area. Okay. So if that was an ancient ocean, that would make sense. This whole area was flooded. Well, let's let's go one step further. Look at the Sandia Mountains where I live right here. How high are they? They're 
probably not as high as us, but they're pretty high. Right. Right now, we're higher than them. <laughs> but High on life. People have found seashells up there. Right. How did they get up there? Now, where I work, uh, I, I can't really... I can't really get into it because I don't have permission to talk about it in the real sensitive, but we, we excavate the earth and we're out in the middle of the desert in the middle of nowhere and we have found fossils like kind of like a conch shell, like the big snails. Right. They're a good four feet wide. Yeah. Big ones. We found fossils like that. And they just destroy them. Well, yeah, nobody bats an eye because we find so many. Now, another reason I can't talk about it is because if we find those, they're supposed to be reported and the archaeologists will shut the site They'll down. They'll shut you down. Yep. But when they shut you down, what does that mean? No money. No money. Yeah, I get that. I get that. And that's been told throughout the 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 world. If you find ancient ruins, bury them. Keep, right, keep, right. Keep. And, and we found, well... Dinosaur tracks, you yeah. know, and stuff. It's it's nuts, but you know, well, and the, the show the, must go on. the The sad thing is, you know, that it's like, let's not really see where we really came from or what happened in the past. It's about today's greenback, the dollar. That's exactly what it's about. And, and not to get off subject because we're on New Mexico legends, but yes, these are legends and things that we find around New Mexico. For instance, the Sandia Mountains are. They are peaks, they are mountains, but yet we find seashells up there, you know? So, not she sheds, seashells. Right. And I'm like, well, where did they come from? Obviously, there had to be underwater. Right. And that makes me think more. But for our listeners out there that are interested in Bigfoot, well, here, here we go. One of the most scariest legends in this state is the skinwalker and the native americans especially navajos they are 100 percent convinced convinced that skinwalkers exist and and they probably know someone who is a skinwalker or claims to be because <clears throat> it's traditional navajo medicine right and it all comes down to a curse that we could take this back several hundred years ago but it comes down to a curse that the navajos did and therefore these witch doctors practicing black magic became skinwalkers right now to get in deeper to this we've talked about this in earlier podcasts just to get the natives to open up about to talk to you about skinwalkers or any of their their traditions is very hard. You have to gain their trust. The, yes. Now, the, now we we have natives uh, in our family. I mean, they're great. They're awesome. They're a great part of the family. But they have opened up to us. And <clears throat> just recently, within the last several months, we were shown a picture of a skinwalker. Right. We couldn't share it, and we told you well, on one of those right. podcasts. Right, now, because they wouldn't give us the picture. They said, no. well, I'll show you, but I won't share it with you. Right. Just because of their beliefs. And and, and I get it. It's what they believe, and, now, and th- this, I respect it. Yeah, this picture was taken. This creature was on the side of the road, and... Uh, I don't know. You believe what you want, but to me, it was... The picture was pretty convincing, and it was... Uh, it was something I never seen before. I, I I didn't either. So tell me, when you saw that picture, 
what was the one part because this coyote or whatever it was supposedly skinwalker wasn't on all fours it was standing it was standing running like a man yes on both feet so what stood out to you that and let's see if you saw the same thing that i saw what stood out to me was his arms there was no flesh they were all bone that's what stood out to me and I looked and I'm like, those those are perfect human linked bone. Those are human arms. But if he shapeshifted into a skinwalker, why didn't he have flesh? Why was it bone? Maybe uh, I don't I don't know. Maybe whatever he shifted into, they have the ability. Their flesh shifts too. Maybe the transformation was just happening. Possibly, but it was it was a pretty convincing picture. It was, and a- I- and uh, the family member of ours is very convinced about that uh we've talked to other members of his family who have had skinwalker incidents who have had sasquatch sightings right here in new mexico no and and yeah i when i saw that picture i was like holy cow and to tell me that one of your family members who's credible took that as they were driving along the road i'm i'm like okay you know i'm i'm gonna believe you I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. But what does it is I saw the picture for my, myself. And I was like, holy shit, I wish I could share this. And what does it for me is we know this guy. We've known him for decades. Right. He's married into our family. And to me, he's honest. He's credible. He, he's a really good person. He's a hardworking man that goes to work every day to support his family. Not not only that, he, he does a lot for his mother-in-law, which is our aunt. Right. Yeah, he's, but, he's a good guy. But what he's not looking for is notoriety, Attention. fame, fortune. And that's why when he showed us, he's like, tradition only. This is right. a true skinwalker. And, and he showed us because he knows we're into the subject. Right. And he just wanted us to see that firsthand. Right. But he wouldn't you know actually give us the picture he was basically saying look you you guys are right it does exist they do exist and and the black magic in my native culture is there and they still practice it so here you go right now that's the navajo nation there and i've told stories about uh my best friend his grandfather worked on the army base and Back in the Zuni Mountains, he's seen some crazy stuff. So let, let's shift to Zuni a little. Right. Now, that's another tribe south of Gallup. And they have, uh, their folklore is about a serpent in a mountain. Right. And uh, I used to be a vendor. I used to go there all the time. And I, I, I gained their trust somewhat where they would invite me to their ceremonies and stuff. I, I never went because... Uh, I had the old, old ball and chain back in Gallup really tethering me tight. But <laughs> oh, you poor thing. Yeah, well, that's a thing of the past. I, yeah. I would love to go now. But anyway, there there is more than uh, their folklore down in Zuni because as, as children, we would go with our parents and our grandparents because there's a holy... Uh, I would say a Catholic site. Well, let's 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 take this and let's point this one, this legend, although it is here in New Mexico. This one's more for you people that are steeped in belief in Catholicism or Christianity. Take your pick because it's going to pertain to you both. And I'm a Christian and it pertains to me. And uh, this legend was how we were first exposed to the little small town of Zuni. Yes. And uh, I'll let my brother pick up. <clears throat> yes, th- they have a... 
I guess you could call it a, sh a shrine. Uh, it's called the San uh, Santo Nino Shrine. Now, what it is is there's a house and a, a statue. It's it's a saint, and the house is owned by the statue. We, they have people that maintain it. Now, people go down and they pray, and they take offerings. And and some of the offerings they take are children's clothes, children's shoes. Uh, just children's clothing effects. Now, this this saint, what they say happens is at night, it comes alive. And it goes out and it does its work. Now, sometimes it don't make it back before sunrise. And they'll find it somewhere in the Pueblo under a, be under a, a bridge or somewhere. But they say... Uh, it walks so much that in one night it'll wear out a pair of shoes. Now, we used to go down there. Our, our grandparents especially were devout Catholics. They, they believed in the saints. You know, they, they... Now, the myth is, everyone says, why do Catholics worship saints? They don't. They don't worship saints. They, saints are people who are supposedly did God's work on earth so they're canonized they got special favor with God so you ask them to pray for you so that's one of the reasons that we would go there that was supposedly a saint that's still doing work so they wanted to go and give offerings and pray and that's how we got exposed to that I know we did and you know when I was first told about it I was we were taken down there as young children and I, I asked my question I said so what are you telling me that this little statue that's standing right there comes to life and walks through this village at night. And then if it doesn't make it back in time, it once it, the sun hits, it's like a vampire. A vampire turns to ash. This little statue turns from flesh back to stone. So I was a little, okay, okay. And, but that's the story and that's... Right, and they say it'll wear out a, a new pair of shoes in one night. That's right, and that's why they say it's put in its place every day, but if you see it around the village and the statues right there, that's when the sun came up. Right. You need to take it back and put it in its right place. Now, we have both been to Zuni, yep. and they have their traditions, and <clears throat> the first time I was really exposed to it, I was I was taken back. Because their their head clan, they're called the Mudheads. Yes. Have you ever seen them? I have. Now, the first time I saw them, I was like, what in the hell? Looks like aliens. Right, because they wear a clay mask all around their head. Right. And I, I don't want to offend nobody, but just the features, I mean, it. wow, it's just strange. It does. It, it was strange to me because it was new. Okay, but let me tell you, one of the elders in Zuni did a YouTube video. And he talked about where the mudheads come from. There again, like all other tribes, the gods that came down and gave them wisdom from the sky. That's who the mudheads are shaped after. Okay. The, and I didn't know that until I watched his video. And he's one of the elders in Zuni. And he said, I'm not supposed to talk about this. He said, but look at the day and age we're in. Right. No, no. And, and they've... They've told me little bits and pieces. Like I said, the, the better you get to know them, the more they're open right. up. Now, the Mudheads, they are the head clan. But the thing is, whenever they go out in public, they have these masks on. And people give them offerings, whether it's food, monetary, whatever. Right. And even 
uh, they get like hunting tags. Right. Now, supposedly, nobody knows who's part of the Mudhead clan because anytime they're in public, they're masked. But um, it's. Well, that's kind of like, let's put it this way. The Mudhead clan may belong to the Illuminati. Well, I'm, I'm not going <laughs> to stretch it that far, but that it, it's just, it's amazing. It's it's New Mexico. It's well, well, look, here's, here's my theory, and I'm going to back up on that, because that was sarcastically said that they belong to the Illuminati, because here's my thing. All these native clans that have star children stories or the gods came down and gave us our wisdom our knowledge from the stars to me those clans are not about world domination and greed like the illuminati is right they're about wisdom where we live why we're here and how we can get back up there right and and if you go to zuni and get to know the people in in the in the tribe well, they're they're a, what do they call it? A pueblo tribe. They're pueblo. They're pueblo. Puebloans, but they're more about being in harmony with the earth That's and right. the universe. And I will say this: every time I went down there, uh, you know, I've had uh, contact with different tribes around New Mexico. They're one of the most hospitable, kind people you will ever meet. No. They, I, I'm not joking. They will bring you into their house. They will feed you. They will treat you like family. And that's no joke. So you people out there that are listening and think you got bad intentions, don't do it down there. No. Because these people are beautiful people. Yep. And you know what? If, if you really want to experience a New Mexico tribe, go down there. It's awesome. You know, you, you won't. They, they welcome tourists. They even do like, uh, I know some of these to do guiding yes. for hunting for out-of-staters. Yeah. And it's they're they'll they might not open to you completely right away or at all but they are very hospitable but back to the legend they do believe that their wisdom came from the star people and just like so many other tribes okay now very quickly you told me a story before about a serpent yes okay so i was told that one of their beliefs is that there's a serpent, a huge serpent, in a cave. And it, it dwells in that cave, and it's ancient. It's an ancient serpent. You know, it's one of those uh, Greek stories of the the beast that lives forever, the yes. minotaur or, yes. or Medusa. This is their version of Medusa. That serpent lives in a cave. And for any reason that you've done a crime against a tribe or or you're just unjust... That's where you get taken to, and that's where you get thrown in. Yes. And I'm like, holy cow. I'm like, okay, that's judgment day there, brother. Right. But but back on the subject of the New Mexico legend, you know, they have their beliefs, and some of the best people, like you were saying, I know live in Zuni, and their beliefs are they're not too far from other tribes as far as where their knowledge came from. Now, I know this little tribe has went through trials and tribulations. Right. They like, all have, Like actually. all other tribes. But like my brother said, they're some of the most honest people. They have a beautiful culture. And here's what I didn't understand about some of them, but they educated me. Every meal, not a meal missed, 
you take a portion of your meal and you take it back out and you offer it to the gods because they're the ones that gave you life here and whatnot. Yes. And it's, I, 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 at first I was like, okay, is that you're giving back? Yeah. No, they all do that. And I, I, I was tripped out when I saw that. Right. Now, these tribes have done this for since be- their existence and something that modern day man is like what Hold the up. hell L- let me say you said since their existence we not we we're we're from the local tribe here we're we're indigenous we're we'll, mixed we'll get to that right now we're hybrid but before christopher columbus or whoever and and the pilgrims before they even landed on the rock that they said they landed on they These say people. Pl- they say Plymouth Rock, but I prefer Chevy because it's like a rock. That's fine, but the rock they said they landed on. These people were doing this far before they even got here. Yes. So we look at history and think, oh, we made it now. Hell no! These people were smarter than us. We're the European countries are the dumb ones that didn't come in and learn from them right. and thought they were superior. They, they came and tried to change everyone's beliefs. Right. Now, I'm not trying to make it hate, but that's how history tells it. Right. And, and it, it's sad because today they're destroying statues. They're trying to rewrite history, history, erase history. And a lot of the history is some of these uh, Europeans, they were brutal with the natives. They were. And you know, it, it's horrible, but whether we like it or not, it's our history. It is. And that's well, why it needs to be preserved, beca- just so it don't happen and, again. And, no, no, and, and the thing is, what makes you so much different than that European that was brutal to the native? Right. With the shit you're out there doing. Right. That's what you're repeating, history. Yeah. Right? Well, history repeats itself because right. people don't learn from it. And why did these natives get butchered? Because they were forgiving, kind, and had the best interests of them and you at heart. Right. Now, not all of the tribes were like that. Some of them were just, hey, let's fucking throw down. No, 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 no. Hold on. They were all like that in the beginning because they helped these people survive in this foreign land. Okay. It's them that came against them and that's when they said all right motherfucker gloves are off yeah we're throwing down unfortunately you had the better weapons but the weapons we used all our life right they were sufficient anyway we're Back, like, we're like off track no we're not really off track we're still talking about new mexico and it is culture and now yes. now the we're very familiar with the navajo and zuni tribes right. because that's where we grew up. We grew up around them. Our best friends were native. They're Navajo Zuni. But back in the day, I didn't know. They're just my friend. Right. You know, I, I had friends and I, I didn't know one tribe from the other. We're just kids. You know, we're just chums in school. But as you get older, you get educated and we learn more. And you know what? Um, I didn't really appreciate New Mexico history or the tribes around us until I joined the military. Right. Then I, I got to go out. I saw the world. Then I thought, what we have here, this is truly a melting pot. This is a beautiful state. I right. mean, you got to admit, 
no knock on Texas, but once you pass the state line going east, there's not a whole lot of scenery like we have. No, I mean, it's green and it's moist and it's, it's flat. Good, but, but you know what? The culture over there, it's so just hatred-filled. Well, it's, it's just different. It's just different. No, okay. no, no, no. I, I lived I, over there. You know, we've both lived all around the world, and, you know, some people are brought up differently, so yeah. what we call hatred, that's the norm. Like, we talked about being in the Deep South. Right. I mean, I, I couldn't believe it, but, you know, they're grown up. That's how they were raised. That's how, oh, and I get that, because I've seen it. Like I said, I lived over there. But I've, see, seen, I've seen the different types of, of, of hate and prejudice that we don't see here. What, you know what? That's everywhere, but we were lucky and blessed to be raised in a, a place where we had so much diversity and we grew up together right. so i mean of course we're like oh this guy's freaking idiot or whatever but you know it 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 wasn't based racially or whatever no but when we got to see the world we're like man that's what real hate looks like right that's that is my final note as well because we've been around the world We've seen cultures. I embrace my New Mexico culture because we're rich in tradition. Right. We're rich in our traditional foods, red, green chili. And, and you know what? That you can't find nowhere I else. I never miss that so much till I joined the Navy. Right. And our our stories, our, our folklore, our legends, the Yorona, the Skinwalkers. We have the 1947 crash of Roswell. Right. Alien, alien visitation, alien bases. Here in New Mexico, we are full of legend. Right. Now, and, oh, let me give you another one for you people that are devout. The stairwell in Santa Fe at the church. How was that built? They made a, a TV special about it. Right. If you go there, you're going to be like, how in God's world does this staircase support it? There's no nails. No nails? Now, the the... the th- the story is uh, a mysterious carpenter showed up when they were building the church. Right. And they needed help, so he built the stairwell with no nails or whatever, and it's a spiral staircase. It is. I've seen it. And then after it was complete, he disappeared. Hold on. I, I can't say I just saw it on t- Vince, I've been up there with... We've been there several times. Yes. It's the Loretto Chapel. That's right. We've been up there. We've walked in that church. We've, I've, my own eyes have looked at it, and you truly do say, "Wait, where's the poles that support this? Where's how? How does it stay afloat?" Right, but and yet and, it does. And that's another thing for Catholics. Uh, Chimayo, that's a big destination. People make a prig- pilgrimage every year for the red chili. Well, hell yeah. But it's just, New Mexico is so diverse. It's just, and we talked about two tribes, and that's just the tip of the iceberg. Right. We, we've uh, recently found out we're, well, we've always known we'd had a, Apache blood on our dad's side. Try now, on our mom's side, we just recently found out we have Hamas Indian. Right. Now, our great-grandfather was 100%, and his our grandmother, great grandmother, may have been right, but you know that's I don't know if we'll ever find out now. But you did a DNA test, and I, you were I did. So I did my DNA test, and it was my aha moment. All my life, I was told that I was Mexican with the patchy in me from Mexico. 
Never took my mom's side into account, but I did. So once I got my DNA back, I was like, what what the? F-? Right? Right. I looked. I'm like, okay, I am predominantly now Spanish from our Spain. Mom's, our mom's side. Yes. And that was her dad, the right. Bacchus. Spanish. So I was exiled. And if I look at my history, we were like, Exiled because we're West. I'm I'm Western Jewish also. So the Western Jews that were in there got chased to Spain, and then I guess Spain pulled them out. But anyway, between that blood, they mixed, and uh, now I'm mostly Spanish from Spain, Native American, New Mexico area is the next one, and then I get that Eastern Jewish culture, and. Uh, the research just tells me that at one point, I, I was part Jewish. <laughs> right. Now, it, it's funny because before we found out the our, our ancestry, uh, I started going to the Hamas. I had my Bigfoot encounter. Then my brother started coming. And now we're, it's like an addiction to us. We go there every chance we get. The Hamas calls us. And, it's and, in our blood. And uh, when we found out our ancestry, uh, we had a, a great aunt that was getting up in years. So her daughter started taking down the genealogy. Sure. And that's how I, when we found out that we had Hamas Indian in our blood. And my our mom made the comment to me, well, that explains why you guys are drawn to the mountain there and and we do we that that's our mountain and you know you know what off subject but another subject another comment she made to me is our our dad growing up our dad was always a motorcycle guy right he he loved harleys he loved choppers but he had several different just motorcycles but my mom told me she was never into motorcycles she rode with him one time he had a harley the one time she rode with him, she was six months pregnant with me. So she tells me, well, that explains your love there, of motorcycles. There you go. I say, yep, you just exp- my love of motorcycles, my love of Sasquatch and the Hamas Mountains. Hey, my life's complete. I could retire. I could just live up there. Well, then who the hell in the family played guitar? <laughs> huh. Well, I'm sure there was somebody. Oh. I just hope it wasn't banjo. Damn it. <laughs> anyway, people, we got off track, but we gave you a little bit of our history. Right. And where we well, came we didn't from. get really off track. We we're still kept it in New Mexico. It, it was New Mexico. It is. And there's so much. So I, it, it would take us about 10 episodes to break down right. all the legends and the folklore in New Mexico. I mean, if you guys would love us to do that, send us an email and we'll do it. Yeah. Now, what I was gonna, what doubt. I was gonna touch on is we 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 know those two tribes around Galp because we grew up with them. Right. But there's so many more tribes now that we moved uh, east right. in New Mexico, and we're we're still learning about them. Well, not only that, I mean, I like yourself. You lived in the Philippines. I I was stationed in Virginia, and I've been to. Almost every country in South America. I've been to the Virgin Islands like 20 times. I don't even care about it. People are like, oh, I'm going. Well, I'm like, oh, Well, I, I heard after your trips, they're no longer called the Virgin Islands. Wow. That was a family secret. Oh, oh sorry. Okay. Let, we'll go ahead and delete that. Well, and it's like um, my wife's, my first and my second wife, 
think someday some kids coming from South America banging on the door. But I, that's the legend of the U.S. military. That's a total different podcast. Right. But one thing the military did make us is more aware of New Mexico. And it just made us love it so much more. I remember growing up thinking, oh, man, we're going to have tamales again. Oh, man, red chili. Oh, man, look at all these all these places they sell Indian jewelry I'm like and then you left then I left and I came back I'm like fuck dude we we grew up in a great place mm-hmm. you know we 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 didn't grow up with hatred and no, we didn't because we had so many people we had now now here in New Mexico especially where we grew up with blacks were a minority but we had them yeah we had a bunch of natives a bunch of uh I don't know what you want to call them, Hispanics like us. We we used to term them Chicanos. Chicanos. That's just a, a basic term of anyone of uh, Latino dis- descent. That's born in the States. And we had white people. White people were definitely a minority. Right. But you know what? Growing up as kids, we didn't care. We had all this mixed in. We had some Middle Eastern families. We had some families from India. Yeah, but we we just mingled that we grew up we we're friend we were just people what well, well to us it was no big deal to see oh he's black but he's here so well i'm brown because there were just so many different people right like in big cities oh you got the black communities the brown communities white communities no we're just we're all together in one classroom and it was nothing we're just all different but we're all the same we are and and i'm sorry people that has nothing to do with new mexico legend i think right now we're just talking to be real no no well that's just how we grew up in new mexico that's why i threw it in there it did but you're right but that takes it to a different podcast but but we could throw it in here because it is true we didn't grow up with hatred vince no in new mexico is New Mexico is a gorgeous state. It's sad that it took us leaving to realize it. It did. But New Mexico is steeped in, like, the native folklore, negative right. legend. We have crazy paranormal shit going on. We have Bigfoot. We have UFO. Oh, my <laughs> God. We got UFO out the yin-yang. We, we have paranormal here. Yep. Like, and anywhere. You guys should come and visit. Get in touch with us. Uh, if we if we can't direct you in the right direction, there's people who do tours. We'll get you in the right direction. And you'll love it. I mean, with this COVID shit going on, uh, we had to balloon fiestas off. That was one of our big things. And it was. It just it's just a nut, nutty time right now. But you know what? If you want to come to New Mexico, just be safe and get in touch with us. Let's do something. Right. And and on that note, you know. Times are changing, so all you out there doing your thing, do it responsibly, do it electronically if you can. This is the time where people are really going to learn their skills. Yep, I, I really hate dating electronically because I always get shocked. I don't know what the hell. I, I get shocked all the time. Okay, well, but that'll be another podcast. Too. Okay. Anyway, we thank you for listening. We kind of rambled on, but we hope you enjoyed it because it, it, it means something to us. Right, and if we ramble too much, send us an email to say shut the front door that's right but seriously what we talked about it's personal we we let you into our personal lives for a while right now yes and we're we just love new mexico i mean like i said it's a shame it took us leaving to appreciate it but sometimes that's what it takes and that's what it does but we hope you enjoyed the tangent we went on and we also touched a base on a little bit of new mexico folklore 
Yes. But we hope you enjoyed the show. Nonetheless, we want you to be entertained, and we hope we did it. So, right, right. So be thanks. good people. Peace thanks. out. Thanks for listening. <laughs>